This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 41, recorded May 28th, 2006. This July, Icon 1 is the summer destination for Transformers fans and collectors. Celebrate the 10th anniversary of Beast Wars up close and personal with the stars. Scott McNeil, Venus Terzo, and David Sobolov in his first fan convention appearance. This is Depth Charge. I'll see you at Icon 1. You little crab cake. Also featuring classic comics writer Bob Budiansky and fan favorite artist Don Figueroa. Plus, games, prizes, autographs, dealers, and a souvenir accessory set featuring golden discs. So don't miss this special fan event, July 7th and 8th at the Grand Wayne Convention Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana. For more information, visit our website, www.iacon1.com. That's www.iacon1.com. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the Finger Holes, Ultra Magnus. Damn the shed! It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix Prime. Power 64. This is Matt Spada. This is Pirate TV Pro signing out. Hello and welcome to TF Wire, also known as Transformers Week in Review. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime, and on this week's show, I'm joined by Hour 64. Nice to be back. Spada. Howdy, everybody. And Curious. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're all here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> okay, it, it just went dead. Oh, is this my key to start playing guitar? <laughs> I guess so. Of course, if when things go wrong, we get to hear guitar music like that, I think I might screw up things intentionally. No, you Not can't. Not that I need to. Yeah. <laughs> So before we actually get into the news, I want to talk about our uh, intro and outro music that we use here on the podcast. Because I've, I've been getting a lot of messages from people asking uh, what that song is. And the song is called Not Your Enemy, and it's performed by Megaphone, a local band from Orlando, Florida. So if you want to download the song, you can go to megaphonemusic.net or myspace.com slash megaphone. So check them out. Okay. And, and, and you guys like the song, right? Yeah, the the song was really awesome. I listened to the whole thing uh, a little while ago, and it was very good. Has the theme music changed recently? Uh, just the outro. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why, did you think the intro was different as well? No, it's just I haven't listened in a while. Oh! So you're just here to, to record your part, and you never listen to the show? Well, I've gone yes. back and listened to the uh, <laughs> European review segments, but I usually fast-forwarded <laughs> to those parts. Oh, and I haven't had a chance to listen to last week's, which I missed. So if I start talking about something we've already discussed ad nauseum, feel free to slap me. Well, you didn't miss much last week. You couldn't understand Curious, but we fixed that this week, so... Yes. Yes. Actually, uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, if When I played my iPod in the car, then it became very <laughs> difficult to hear him over the car speakers. Oops. He sounded exactly like a drunken Irishman, so... <laughs> yeah. Charming. Okay, so on well, to the news, like, right? Yes, oh. let's get on to the news. Evens odds? Uh, yes. Isn't that how we always do it? I can never remember yes, who's evens, who's odds. Me odd, you even. Okay. Okay, so our odds. first story. Transformers classic figures revealed. The figures, which were initially only viewable to club members, can now be seen on Transformers.com. Shown in full color, 
The figures include Optimus Prime and Megatron as part of the Voyager class, and Astro Train, Rodimus, and Starscream as part of the Deluxe class. <laughs> I had to cough, sorry. <laughs> a sixth figure has also been confirmed to be Bumblebee by the club newsletter. The figures are set to be released this November rather than September as initially thought. Anybody seen the pictures of Bumblebee that have been floating around? Yes. I've only managed to see vehicle mode. I haven't seen robot mode yet. After the topics. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I miss one week. I miss one week and I can't get anything right. I'll email it. Uh, I'll email it to you, Awa. Okay. Guess that serves me right for listening to Dignation this week before I started the show. Anyway, second story. Pictures of two of the BotCon exclusives surface. The first exclusive was officially revealed on BotCon.com, not BotCom.com, to be Optimus Primal and his repaint of Cybertron Crumple Zone. Primal's color scheme is based on the anniversary Optimus Primal's color scheme, includes a new head sculpt and a golden disc key. Pictures of the second figure come courtesy of TFClub.com. The figure is a repaint of Cybertron Ransack, and while it hasn't been officially named, the figure is pretty clearly Beast Wars Rat Trap. Yes. Next story, Masterpiece Convoy and 20th Prime are getting reissued. Both Takara Tommy and Hasbro have plans to re-release the figures later this year. The Japanese Masterpiece version will be released with an actual trailer unlike the original version, which only features a cardboard trailer, which I liked. There is no word on which features, if any, the trailer will include. The Hasbro version of the figure, according to a preview magazine from Diamond, will include a collector's base complete with seven phrases from the movie. This figure is set to ship in the U.S. in September. Okay, third store. Fourth store. Fourth store? Yes. Am I drunk or something and I don't know it? Anyway. Michael Bay's script speaks on script leaks in week one of shooting. Over the past couple of weeks, there have been numerous reviews done by both by movie websites and fans of the leaked Transformers movie script, which we have yet to report on due to the fact that the authenticity of the script couldn't be verified. In a, in a revent blog post, Michael Bay has confirmed the leaked movie script is more than four months old and is not the shooting script that he is currently working from. To prevent leaks of the script, Bay says that he is the only one that is in possession of the actual shooting script. Not even the actors have it. That's got to make practicing real fun. <laughs> On the shooting front, Bay says that this is his largest military cooperation in a movie since Pearl Harbor and Black Hawk Down, and that this has been one of his best first weeks of shooting that he's ever been involved with. Okay, our last story. The next world's smallest Dinobots revealed. This news comes courtesy of Just It Toys, who reveals that the next figures will be Slag and Grimlock. The figures will stand approximately 7.5 centimeters and will include a gun, sword, instructions, an improved sticker sheet, whatever that means, and a highly detailed poster of the Dinobots versus the Constructicons. Both figures are set to be released this July. And that's the news. Indeed it is. So, uh, back to the uh, Transformers Classics figure discussion. Yep. Pretty. Uh, oh, yeah. What were you saying, Awa? I was saying that I hadn't managed to see pictures of Bumblebee in robot mode yet, and then someone delightfully sent me a copy of the <laughs> robot mode. Thank you. You're welcome. And what are your thoughts on it? It, along with every other figure from this line, looks awesome. I I really have to give Hasbro props. Um, all of these figures look fantastic. I have seen, however, a lot of discussion regarding Megatron at First, I wasn't thrilled, but then I realized, holy crap, he's going to be able to fit in my hand and be a gun, 
I don't care about the orange. The orange I can deal with. It's not that much, but I, it looks really cool. Yeah, I love the Megatron figure. I've always liked roleplay toys, and I don't really care about the orange. And it's just there for legal purposes anyway. But aside from that, the thing looks really cool. I think bigger concerns people had were odd use of green and the huge backpack that he ends up with. <laughs> yeah, some people were accusing him of being a shell former, so... Uh, eh, it looks like he does I a pretty agree, good job though. of transforming. I mean, he is kind of a shell former, but if this is, th this is the figure we're getting and I had some reservations about him being a shell former with the really crappy pictures we had about a month ago, yeah. but I'm very happy with what they've done. You know what I think I like best about the design of the whole thing? It's It turns from symmetric to asymmetric. The way the... What, you uh, mean the way that... Yeah, the legs don't fold up and go together like they would on just about every other Transformers toy ever made. One of the legs goes into the stock, one of them goes into the uh, grip. And the fact that it doesn't have a trigger as a crotch? That is yes. a <laughs> definite, definite improvement over the original. No yes. shooting him off in robot mode. <laughs> Uh, with the bum and now, Jesse and Curious, have you guys seen the Bumblebee figure? Um, I haven't have seen no. the picture of him. No, I've only seen you the ones not. that they've had on the Transformers side. So. Well, let's talk about another figure while I get this picture to you guys. <laughs> how about Prime? Okay, how about not Prime? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, everyone's Prime looks great. Yeah. Can't think of any complaints. He's got a double-barreled boomstick. That's always a plus. Now I can't tell from the from the way he his uh, vehicle form, but are those his smokestacks? We're not sure. Nobody who I've seen talking about it is sure on that. Could be smokestacks, could be something that kind of looks like smokestacks. Okay, I got the picture of Bumblebee here. Did you get a Curus? Uh, I've got 13% of Bumblebee at the moment. <laughs> Seven minutes so, remaining. <laughs> so, oh, so what exactly is he towing behind? Looks like a... Uh, yeah, it's a jet, jet ski. ski. From what I've seen on the net, some people are speculating that it turns into some kind of jetpack. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And from the promotional picture that we have now, it just looks like there's a scooter coming out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. <clears throat> so, hand, about like... Astro Train, how come you don't think we've seen the, uh, the uh, train mode there? Uh, they didn't want to waste another picture? Symmetry, yeah. Uh, bad promotional photographers? <laughs> As they didn't realize before. it was a triple changer? Very possible, or they just didn't take pictures of all three modes, because maybe they only specified they wanted pictures of both modes, or something like that, and said, okay, we don't have to take third picture then. Entirely possible. Yes. How about rub signs? We didn't know before that, oh, that all yes. these had rub signs. That's right. It's a nice throwback to G1. Yeah, and... Yes, it is. So far, there's only been one toy shown that has the uh, actual emblems and insignias on them other than the rub sign, and that's Megatron. Well, I mean, Megatron. Yeah. yeah. It's actually kind of a neat design philosophy that they switch back to. And uh, I have one more thought on Starscream and the classic line and stuff like that, but I'll save that for later in the show. Oh. Okay. So, BotCon exclusives. Do you like the Optimus Primal figure? Yeah. I liked it back when I saw somebody do a kit bash of it on the AllSpark before there was even any speculation over there being BotCon exclusives based on this. I think that's a perfect mold for Primal. My only complaint is that in the show, he was called a flyer, and that he was a jet, or he flew. In the show, he was 
they're only the Maxwell's only flyer at the beginning. So I assumed that he was some kind of flying vehicle. Well, he's got thrusters and wings. Tiny, tiny That's wings. That's true. But... Yeah, tiny, tiny wings. But it looks great. It does look um, The painting, the painting is phenomenal. And the head sculpt? I just wish I liked, I just wish I liked the mold better. Now, see, I, I didn't even own the Cybertron version of that toy, so... I think so there I don't was know if one it's... other toy that would have fit Primal surprisingly well. And that's actually what they did the other exclusive that we've seen so far as, and that's Ransack. I know it probably seems like I'm insane for saying that, but... Ransack would make a good Primal is what you're saying? If you take out scale, yeah, it would, at least in robot mode. It's got the big shoulder pads like Primal had, and uh, the chest plate that flips down could be painted up to look like the uh, chest plate Primal had in uh, robot mode. The head's yeah, kind of close. If you say so. Sort of. <laughs> I have to do. I just have to disagree with you okay. on that. That's fine. I'm happy being <laughs> yeah. the one who's thought of as stupid. I, I'm totally going to No, have to not disagree. stupid. <laughs> I'm just disagreeing okay. with you. I'm not saying you're stupid. No, that's what I was I, saying. I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think of the uh, little ransack, or ransack remold, or repaint for Rat Trap? Mm. Have they actually remolded the head of it? No, they didn't. Because it... Oh, because so um, I'm not a big fan of Beast Wars myself, but I, think uh, I didn't recognize it at all as Rat Trap. Uh, I just thought the head was unmodified from... Uh, it is. Rat it's not a particularly good represent... In my opinion, you wouldn't think Rat Trap unless you knew it was part of the exclusives that they were doing for BotCon. In that context, he works but he's not as obvious as Primal or hopefully the rest of the figures are going to be. It seems like they're going for all Cybertron figures this year for the um, re-releases, so I was wondering if you guys had any ideas of who they might do Cheetor, Dinobot, and Rhinox for, if they're going to do all five. Cheetor would probably be either Override or, in an off-chance, Hotshot. I got. I I agree. With, I think overrides more of a more of a um, can't think. If you actually compare them side, if you compare them side by side, Hotshot has more visual elements and similarity, but override just kind of seems to fit personality yeah. wise more. I think they would go for. Is it? Do they call him Landfill in Cybertron? The um, Dozer, the four wheeled Dozer. Landmine. Landmine. I think that would be Rhinox. Yeah, that would work. I could also see it being Vector Prime, but that's only because I have the voices of Richard <laughs> Newman associated with both Rhinox and Vector Prime at this point. What about Dinobot? I was huh. looking at... I have all the figures in my uh, in my living room, and I couldn't think of who Dinobot would be good as. The only person... Snarl? Snarl. Mm, maybe. Same voice actor. <laughs> really? Yeah, Scott McNeil does the voice of Snarl. I, did I say the wrong name? Snarl is the, uh, the wolf. Oh, never mind, I was thinking Flame Convoy. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, a little, little different yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Or Scourge, Scourge as he's known here. Oh, yeah, I knew it was an S name. Yeah, you were close. It's been a long day, cut <laughs> me some slack. I think this topic is dead. Okay, so yes, moving on yes, to Masterpiece Convoy and 20th Prime. Yeah. Anybody get it? They anybody got 60 bucks up? from me. They're not getting more. I want to see the trailer first. <laughs> I want to see how the trailer looks. 
Um, just if it's a good trailer, I'd be willing to shell out the $190 that <laughs> it's probably going to go for. But in the same respect, good God, I can get a, a Nintendo DS Lite and like three games for that amount. I just can't see myself double dipping on that one. I don't care enough about a big chunk of plastic. But it might have roller. Roller's worth about 50 bucks. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But... If if the trailer blows me away and is really good, because they only showed the trailer in the show once or twice. Other than that, probably not. No, they always showed the trailer. They just had it kind of disappear as soon as Prime <laughs> turned into <laughs> yeah. robot mode, so... It, it was always there, but kind of like disappeared and ran off into the corner. Yay, subspace. <laughs> Where'd your trailer go? It's off screen. <laughs> Do you think he ever forgets where he parked it? Well, no, because whenever he transforms, it just shows up. It doesn't matter where he is. Yeah. It... I can probably tell how close the Autobots are to defeating the Decepticons by how close the trailer is to Prime. You know, if it's over the horizon, we've <laughs> still got, you know, about 20 minutes worth of fighting to go, but... Like, you know, as soon, as soon as Megatron sees that trailer coming next to Prime, it's, you know, it's time to call a retreat for Decepticons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing at that thought. <laughs> the trailer's coming, Decepticons, retreat! <laughs> okay, so what about 20th Prime? Is anybody going to be picking this one up? No. Which one's 20th no. Prime? Hasbro version? It's the American version of the exact same toy. Shorter smoke stacks battle damage. <laughs> no. That's what I bought the first time around. I'm completely happy with it. But I'm not buying either of them again. So you're not interested in the seven phrases from the movie? I can do them myself. <laughs> See, the, I've uh, got this thing back. called a DVD player. I could actually put in the movie. I have this thing called I have the movie memorized line for line. This is also <laughs> true. So, has maybe if they brought in Peter Cullen and had him do some original voice recordings or stuff like that, that. would be cool. If if he could still do the voice, that would be very. Cool. Have you listened to Toonami lately on uh, Cartoon Network? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he can do the voice. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> voice. Yeah, it's. I know it's Peter Cullen. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're done with that topic then. Yes. Yes, I believe. We okay, are. so Michael Bay and the script leaks. Has anybody read this leak script? Uh, I read... I haven't read the script, I've read the reviews. I've, yeah, I've seen the thing on the Latina Review. I've read probably. most of what was on Latina Review. I actually didn't read past... I didn't read the actual script past, like, it gave the basic setup of what was going on, and then at the end of the script, it gave some reviews of it. That's what I read. I did not read the script as a whole, simply because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I, I haven't even read the reviews, so I, what, what were people saying about it? A lot of people are saying uh, very good. When I've well, been hearing, it's a very it sounds like a good, entertaining movie, but not necessarily a good Transformers movie. Well, the review on Latino.com said it had fantastic vehicle-based action sequences, but uh, it is four months old, and other people were saying that it's now kind of focusing down on the human characters and having a lot less Transformers in, and they might as well call it Spike and his transforming robot friend that shows up occasionally in <laughs> the movie. There's also some concerns over Bumblebee talking entirely in radio speak. Oof. I didn't hear I'm about hoping that. They, I'm hoping that's... Mm -hmm. I didn't hear about that, but I'm hoping... I really hope Michael Bay realizes that the focus of this movie is not the human's 
I'm hoping Michael Bay realizes that Herbie the Love Bug bombed. <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't do what to Transformers what they did to the gadget car in the Inspector <laughs> Gadget movie. Oh. I never saw it. Oh. Never saw it. Didn't want to see it. I don't like French Stewart that much. My, my parents bought it for me for one of my birthdays. I, I think <laughs> they hate me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'll stick with the cartoon myself. Okay, so I'll stick with Get Smart personally. Okay, so the world's smallest Dinobots. Does anybody have any of these figures at this at this point? I'll get Grimlock. Yeah, I'm quite tempted. But to But get... do you have? Uh, no. You don't have any of the ones released so far. I don't care enough about the Dinobots when they're full size. I'm not shelling out money for tiny versions of them. <laughs> oh come on! You didn't pick up any of the G2 ones. No, actually, I didn't. Oh. I never found them. You passed on. Tur oh, you didn't find them. No. That's interesting. I have turquoise, slag, and original color snarl. I could not find a Grimlock. Or whichever... Yeah, the turquoise one is the one I've got of slag. So then nobody's interested in picking these up? Yeah, I'm sure there must it's be like... some people. <laughs> just none of us. I'd be quite interested in getting all really, five you would of them. Be? Yeah, I'd just kind of... would like to have all the Dinobots. Uh, just... So they can interact with, you know, the later Energon kind of Omnicon figures and so be a lot deeper than the Generation 2 ones. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So we're, we're done with the news, right? I believe we are. Okay, so discussion topic. Yes, we are moving on to the discussion topic of this week. And that one, the discussion topic is, we're going to be talking about nostalgia-fueled lines. We've been noticing lately that a lot of lines, the classics, Robot Masters, um, heck, the uh, Masterpiece, are all fueled based on, are all uh, figures that are from the original series. So, uh, and don't forget Alternators and yes. Vinyl Tech until Vinyl Tech turned into this weird, weird <laughs> kiss play fetish thing. Yeah, that's... The Japanese are just weird. Uh, I... Yeah. I don't know what it is with them in these some of these figures, but and sexually frustrated. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think their culture as a whole is sexually frustrated. Yes, that's our fault, though, you know. No, it really isn't. <laughs> uh, screwed up censorship laws that were applied after World War II when we controlled their government. Yeah, but they pretty much took away all of those except. Well, wait a minute. This isn't about Japan. This is about Transformers. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we've, we've already talked about the Classics line, uh, pretty much, so we've got, what, uh, what do you think's influencing all this? Is it just from the standpoint that we as fans are grown up and we want to see all of our original favorite characters redone today, or is it just that nobody can come up with a decent line now that makes us all happy? I think it's maybe just a high off that 20th anniversary thing that was like last year, year before, and now the 10th anniversary of Beast Wars, which after season one was pretty heavy on the G1 stuff. It just seems like hearkening back to everything, you know? So you don't... Maybe it's preparation for the movie coming up, revisiting what made the series popular all the way through in the first place. So you don't think it's just a, a holdover from the 80s boom we saw a few years ago? That's another possibility. That's why they may have switched back their focus on the original, original Transformers. So you think they're hoping that the 80s boom will happen again? No, I think that's just kind of... For Transformers, the 80s boom got a positive reception for all the toys they made based off of it. 
And so they're just going with what the fans and the kids seem to be enjoying. What do you think, Kyrus? I'm kind of quite puzzled why they're doing the Classics line and they haven't carried on the Robot Masters line, because in the early days of Robot Masters, when they had Optimus Prime and Starscream Classic versions, uh, it was going in much the direction that the new Classics line is going now, and then they started sort of diluting it with new characters and lots of repaints. Actually, I thought Robot Masters was just Primes on Parade the most of the way through after the beginning where they had a few <laughs> repaints and new characters. Isn't it always Primes on Parade? Yeah, true. <laughs> but Classics is, Classics is being done in the United States for an American market, and Robot Masters was done in Japan for a uh, collector's market. I've got a few of the Master Robot Masters figures. They're not bad, but they remind me of some of the Gundam figures of the same size. The quality isn't really there. Uh, I think, especially with the Galaxy Force figures, the Galaxy Force figures are much higher quality figures than the Robot Masters. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. Of the four I have, I have four Robot Masters toys. If you count Victory Saber as two. Mm-hmm. Victory Saber is fun as hell, but he feels kind of cheap. And uh, Victory Leo rever- is worse. I liked Victory Leo. <laughs> Mine just kind of falls apart. Yeah, well. And uh, I also have Reverse Convoy. And he's fun, and I've always loved the mold, but he feels kind of like a knockoff of that mold. Rather than an official toy. I mean, the new stuff that they added is cool, but it's just a big hunk of blue plastic now. <laughs> But Megatron like Gwape. <laughs> so, so with, so with the upcoming Classics line, do you think we're going to see the continuation of the Alternators? Do you think they're going to go away? I really hope not. Um, I like the Alternators, but I think they were using the paradigm for the Alternators that is kind of being shifted over to Classics, and they kind of need to find a new focus for the Alternators. I don't think the Alternators line has that much life left in it, because there's only so many sort of cars you can release as robots before people just get tired of the entire thing. And they've got to really sort of expand into construction toys and uh, air jets, because, you know, I'm not really interested in owning 30 different cars of all the same scale that turn into robots. <laughs> yeah, or I think they need to just... Maybe look for some of the weirder cars, like, moving with the Scion was a good choice, and uh, the Mirage based on the Ford GT, is it GT40? No, GT, yeah, GT40. That's a good move, and maybe just going more weird cars and stuff you don't see every day, and uh, maybe trying to get licenses for concept cars and stuff like that. I don't think they'd be able to get licenses for the concept cars, because those... People have a hard time getting licenses to make models of them. You can't get make models of yeah. them. Um, That's a real shame because they're really cool designs. Yeah, some of them are really cool. Gets into production. I would love to see, yeah, like like we've got um, the Honda Civic Si coming out as Rumble. I'd like to see more unique cars, like Alla said, but maybe some European cars would be nice. Yeah, like a a couple. I think. There are a few Citron cars that are really nice, or even that Mini that was floating around a while <laughs> ago. That would have been really cool. Mm. Or Lotus, or Ferrari, or even Lamborghini, like a real Lamborghini. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe they should keep Alternators kind of on the back burner, release some new toys every once in a while. But if the movie is really successful, 
they might be able to get away with turning it into a prestige line. Maybe do it as kind of like advertising for the car companies. That may be kind of what's holding them back. They're really not in the position of power as far as the licensing goes. You know, they might have already thought of that. I would, I would very much like to see that. If they have a hit movie out, and all of a sudden you see people buying you know, whatever vehicles are in the movie, uh, then great, awesome. Here's a question for you guys. Do you think there's getting to be too much overlap between the uh, different lines? Masterpiece, I mean, everybody was happy with Masterpiece Optimus Prime or Masterpiece Convoy as the Optimus Prime for their alternators line, but we're getting uh, one of those now, and we've seen pictures of both Masterpiece Starscream and Classic Starscream, and Classic Starscream looks like almost the exact same toy, minus the articulated knuckles and about 80 bucks. Well, maybe it is, ex- it, but yeah. maybe it is the exact same toy, just scaled down. Nah, it's, there are other differences than that, but functionally speaking, they're really similar toys. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see until we can get a, hand, a handle on both toys. <laughs> yeah. Takara, if you're listening, Hasbro, if you're listening, if you want to send us prototypes of each of them and have us playtest them <laughs> and uh, give us, give you guys our opinion on them, we'd be more than happy to. Yeah, I wink, mean... Uh, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Seriously, if anybody from Hasbro is listening and they want to send us toys for review, we'd be more than willing to review them, and we would not share that information with anybody else. We can... Uh, except we, our... Li- except each other. Except our listeners, if you told us we could, too. Yes. But we wouldn't if we, you didn't want us to. Yes. Please give us free crap! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we done with this discussion topic, then? I think it's dead. Okay, for so... I, We've killed it. So, Awa, I believe you have some reviews for us. Yes, uh, over the past two weeks, I've managed to get my hands on all six of the currently released Beast Wars 10th Anniversary toys. And uh, since I have all six of them, I can review any of the ones we want. The current consensus is, for this week, I should probably do, let's see, uh, Dinobot, Rhinox, and Tarantulas. And do you want me to cover Transmutate this week or not? Or maybe you have the Transmutate that comes with those toys. Uh, hello? Just his left arm and right leg. Yeah, anybody there? (laughs) That doesn't work! (laughs) So, I've got an arm, a hip, and a nut! Um... Should I save Transmutate for this week or next week? Maybe next week, simply because we'll have reviewed all the figures, that way we can recap them all real quick. Okay. Dinobot's kinda disappointing. I mean, of all the toys, he's... Color scheme is probably the least improved from the previous versions, as far as the reissue line goes. But they did cover color his eyes this time, correct? Yeah, that's a good new thing. And as far as the original toy goes, I was never too big of a fan of the toy itself. It's definitely more based on the character than the toy that I'd have any interest in it. And okay, I guess the spinny tail gimmick is pretty fun. If I can ask a quick question, the spinny tail on the inside, what color is the inside of the tail? Blue. Why? It's supposed to be red. Uh, they had to do that the same color as the knee pads and the eyes. Curse you, Hasbro. 
Yeah, it looks good though. But yeah, it's the transformation's okay. The beast mode looks kind of bulky. The head, the head sculpt's actually pretty good, and the way they painted it's pretty good this time. I detached the uh, normal head halves, so those are gone now, and that kind of makes it seem more like a real version those of Dinobot. Those skull but, cappy things. Yeah, those. You can just pop those right off, and it looks fine without them. And yeah, it's it's an okay toy. I wasn't a fan of it the first time it came around. Not really a big fan of it now. If you like the character, go for it. If you uh, want all the transmutate parts and you don't have one, go for it. If you're just buying them because you want toys that you don't have before, <laughs> go for Dinobot it. Dinobot <laughs> is probably not worth it. On, and the choice of episode to go with him was kind of odd. I normally wouldn't think you'd want to sell a toy with the episode where it dies. <laughs> Here, kitties, here's your brand new toy. Here's your brand new toy getting its skull crushed in. Happy? <laughs> so which which would be a better episode? Uh, that's the hard part. It is a really good Dinobot episode, so it kind of makes sense. I just might have chosen an earlier episode. Double Dinobot, maybe? I could see that being an episode. I mean, it was one of the better episodes with, that focused on him, and it had one of the best endings, too. Yeah. Where's the clone? Such a he great character moment. tasty. I thought he said delicious. <laughs> oh, maybe he did say delicious. Either way. Yeah. Okay. Rhinox, on the other hand, Rhinox is really fun. The head's really off in the uh, s skull halves mode, and you can pry those off, but it still kind of looks weird because it's got huge ears after you do that. The transformation's fun, though, even though it is kind of a shell former. And I had a few parts pop off. I think... It's definitely a hands-on kind of toy, because all the weapons and stuff like that have to be assembled. You pop the maces off the uh, inside of his back, you pull the blade off of the small of his back, and then you uh, pull the actual gun construction thingy out of his chest before you fold the uh, teeth down. It's actually fun to do. It's one of the more fun Transformers I have to transform. Which is probably why out of the first three that I got, he was my first favorite. But, in all honesty, they did a really bad job putting him together. <laughs> Mainly because the uh, arms are on backwards. Oops. <laughs> yeah, the forearms are okay, but... Wait, the lower arms are okay, but the shoulders are on backwards, and the lower arms may or may not be on backwards, I'm not sure. Oh, brother. <laughs> That's why mine's still uh, sealed in the box. You probably wouldn't notice unless you were looking really close at it, though, so it's not bad. I it's a really fun toy. If misassemblies piss you off, then avoid them. <laughs> if you like the character, go for it. I blame the Taiwanese manufacturer. <laughs> I'm sure you do. And third out of this week's set of reviews is Tarantulas. Predacon. Whatever! <laughs> I was actually pretty surprised that this guy wasn't a basic from the pictures I'd seen of him. But he's pretty cool. The transformation works really well. He's stable, fits together cool. The gimmick is nice. The string that hangs off of his butt is kind of annoying in that it doesn't go away. <laughs> and there's no way to kind of, like, retract it or collapse it or anything. It's just hanging there. I, I have the Black Arachnia figure, the original one, and it's the same thing. 
It is so annoying. On the plus side, there's actually some nifty-looking mechanical <laughs> detailing underneath the uh, gun that pops out of his rear bug part thingy, says the guy part of me that does not know his thorax? and does not care. I don't give a damn! <laughs> It's nice to see that they actually put some tech detailing in there, and uh, looking at it from a historical perspective, that would have been a really cool feature to see to make it sure that it seemed like they were actually robots and not just animals. And that is actually a really cool, nice little piece of detailing there. The transformation's fun. He looks cool in both modes. The head is actually decent in both modes, which is more than I can say for every single other (laughs) first wave toy. And the legs are probably the first decent legs I've seen on a insect transformer that we've gotten so f- out of any of the Beast series. I wholeheartedly recommend Tarantulas. And Alec Willow's voice acting is impeccable in every episode they're in, so the episode should be a pleasure to watch as well. Which one is it? Uh, is that so? It is still in the box. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> It is still going to be in the boxes. I don't feel like digging to the... Okay, here we go. Spiders again. Now, the thing with the legs, um, there's only one other figure I can think of that has... that's an insect that has similar leg transformation, and that's Man Terror, the uh, Praying Mantis. He has a very similar leg transformation. The legs actually kind of reminded me of Waspinator, which I'll be covering next week. Okay, and there's the reviews. Oh. Indeed. Okay, so on oh. to listener questions. Listener questions! <laughs> My favorite part of the show. Mine too. This one comes from Chris. Is there anything you look back now on and wish you didn't buy? Yes, Star the Convoy. entire Armada line. Star Convoy. Star <laughs> Convoy. Okay, let me see. Energon Demolisher. Uh... Both of my Corvette mold alternators. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm happy with just about all the rest of them. Oh, I'd agree with you on the Energon Demolisher. I don't like him or Snowcat. Uh, and, you know, just the hyper modes are really sort of forced in. And uh, all of the Cybertron Micromasters, um, they're just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. The thing that bugged me about Energon Demolisher. He looks really cool until you get him out of the box. It's like, oh, sweet. He's a giant dump truck that turns into a surface-to-air missile site. And then you open him, and it's like... Oh, shit. Okay, why is there only, like, a half-inch wide piece of plastic connecting every single part of the thing? <laughs> it's like a skeleton with a transformer wrapped around You're it. You're supposed to leave it in the box. It's on a card. It didn't come in a box. You're supposed to leave it on the card. And... The only other, the other Energon figure that was something similar was um, the twin hulled jet. Was it Scattershot? Was that his name? Slug. Slug Slinger. Slug Slinger. Yeah. Slug Slinger. When you pull, when I pulled him out of the box, he literally unfolded into this mass <laughs> of limbs that was like origami. And then when I got him in a robot mode, I put him on my shelf. I turned around. All of a sudden, I hear, just him falling down in a mass of just panels and joints that didn't stay together and 
But Star Convoy is still my top on the list. I'm a little bitter. Uh, sounds a bit like the Star Wars generals I've got. It's just so spindly. He keeps. He just can't stand up in like bike mode or robot mode. He oh. fell off my this one. He just broke everywhere. And does yours and your General Grievous's legs don't stay to get don't stay on either, do they? No, they just pop up every time I transform. And uh, the ball joints and the knees. Same problem with mine. It's really loose plastic and it's like Bambi ice. <laughs> I have to say, I have to admit, the General Grievous Star Wars Transformer is the only Transformer, or the only toy with the Transformer's name that I have willingly thrown in the garbage. Really? I think he's the best of the Star Wars line and the only one's willing to buy. He's the only one I've got. I'm looking at the Vader one. I've, I've been tempted by that. He's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Vader one looks interesting, Grievous not so the Vader much. one is... Although I guess Star Wars Transformers is proof that... Anything Lucas touches will eventually oh. turn to shit, and yet people <laughs> will still buy it once it has. Oh, have you seen those Star Wars motorcycle lines I've got, um, where it's like Luke Skywalker on a chopper with R2D2 like sidecar and... Oh yeah, oh. I did. That's just horrifying. I think David Wills from Short Pack actually did a strip about how they keep making toy characters on motorcycles, and just how stupid and what's the next one going to be, and... One of the examples of stupid stuff that will never happen was Darth Vader on a motorcycle, and then they did it. Of course, it also had the best idea ever for a toy on a motorcycle, and that was Ghost Rider riding the motorcycle, riding another motorcycle. Or you know what's a really dumb idea? Robot versions of Han Solo and Chewie merging to form the Millennium Falcon. Oh, wait, never mind. But they have a sombrero. Yes, they have a sombrero. And and I think they stole that yes, idea from D-Buster. Yes, they did. They did steal that idea from D-Buster. Okay, so on to question two. This one comes from Bot Marley. What do you guys think of the Headmaster series? Do you follow their series as canon or the G1 Rebirth three-part episode season four? The first question is, who of us here has actually seen the entire Headmaster series? I have. I've seen parts of it. Yeah, I've, I've only seen parts of it as well. I know that the Transformers have, turn into heads, have other people turn into the heads for the robot modes, but that's about all it. All right, I'm, I'm just going to say the big difference between the two of them. In Rebirth, it was the Nebulons who became the heads and the weapons of the Transformers. In the Headmaster series, yep. the Headmasters were actually already very small robots who then built bodies for themselves on both um, Autobots and Decepticon teams. The Target Masters were actually already very small trans or mechanoid transformers that were reconfigured into weapons and they chose their partners. They weren't organic beings. They were all of these guys were already mechanoid. The big difference another big difference is that the Headmaster's TV show was much more comedic than Rebirth. Um, Especially the oh uh, dub God. version. <laughs> Mindwipe... Comedic for all the wrong yes, reasons. Yes, Mindwipe was a freaking idiot. Yes. He was completely inept. In He was the comedy relief on the Decepticon side. Also, in the Headmaster's, Twin Cast... I think that was right. Twin Cast and um, Soundwave killed each other and then were brought back as Twin Twist 
in Blaster, only powder blue, and Sound Blaster, black as opposed to dark purple blue. Are you sure you didn't mean he turned into Twincast and was Blaster before? Uh, I thought he was yes. Billy and then turned into <laughs> <laughs> New Blaster. Exactly. <laughs> The whole no, in the dub, the the, in the blaster, dub they've got yep. a great line of, of that series and, uh, where Galvatron says, Ah, oh, Soundwave, I've rebuilt your body! It is a new body! We shall call you New Soundwave! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was his tapes that rebuilt him. <laughs> but it, I think the biggest problem was Rebirth was only three episodes and from what people gathered, was supposed to revitalize the series, which it obviously didn't. The Headmasters was just this, okay, the Decepticons are going here, we're going after them. Oh, the Decepticons are going here, we're going after them. Decepticons are here, we're going after them. That's what the entire series turns into, except for the very end when there's a big battle. And that's it. They're just scouring the universe yeah. for the Decepticons. That's the entire series. Hmm. Um... Um, so to answer your question about Marley, I followed the yes. G1 Rebirth um, series. Oh, <laughs> you know what I think as far as canon goes? Hyper time. Oh, I forgot to mention that Cybertron got blowed up good. It always gets blowed up good. <laughs> it got blowed up good, but didn't get rebuilt. It's all hyper time. You guys do know what I'm no, talking yes. about, right? DC Comics had this thing going for a while where it was basically... Okay, to hell with it. We don't care about continuity anymore. Everything is simultaneously in continuity and out of continuity. If it doesn't work, we say it's significant. It's in continuity, but not in the same continuity as everything else. And then they just did Infinite, Infinite Crisis yes. and reset the entire DC universe, and nothing else <laughs> exists except one one universe. Actually, they threw out Hypertime a while ago. The Infinite Crisis thing was just for the hell of it. No, they actually mentioned... Uh, I didn't remember any mentions of Hypertime. I know they This is Transformers, not DC the, Comics. They... <laughs> Let's right, move we'll on. Continue this debate later. Yes, we'll continue yes, this debate later. So, so we all follow yes, uh, Rebirth, we right? all follow Rebirth. Except for me, Alan? who does the don't-give-a-shit approach. They Your answer is simultaneously <laughs> yes and no. Okay. Indeed. Okay, so our final question comes from Micah. His question is, or her question, we're not sure. Transformers the movie, are you going opening day or the day before at midnight? Which would be opening I'm day. I'm going as soon as I can get tickets and get there. I hope to repeat what I did with X3 and uh, get tickets before opening day and see it at a sneak preview. And then proceed to go back on opening day, so I'll have seen it twice before the movie has been out for more than 24 hours. Well, in England, they... It would be nice if we could get some... Ooh, sorry, Jeff, go on. Yeah, let's see if we can get some press screeners <laughs> or something for being on the TF yeah. Wire crew. That'd be awesome. Yes, that would then be we can awesome. review it. Yes. A little hard, since or we're all in, in different parts of the country, but... And then... We could just get pre-release <laughs> screenings for four different parts of the country, one ticket each instead of four tickets in the same That's place. That's true. Shouldn't be too hard to do. Here's hoping. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Curious might have a problem. Yeah. We might have to fly in. Well, they're trying to be better. Some movies have been better about simultaneous release. I know X2 did basically the same time everywhere. How is it generally, though? I mean, I'd expect it sucks, but... <laughs> How is movie release schedule in the UK compared to 
where it's stuff happening. Well, there are just US. some films like Sin City, which they release three months after the US has been out, and it's you know easier to get the region one DVD imported into the country rather than see the film. Uh, and then some, <laughs> which really frustrated <laughs> me. And uh, other films are released simultaneously, like I think the uh, Matrix films and the Lord of the Rings were. It, it, it depends. We d we don't do things like midnight previews here, apart from a few very specialist places in London. So it will be a case of just seeing it on the opening day in the evening, which will be the earliest time I can see it. Me. Sounds good. So is that all we got this week? Yeah, it looks yeah, like I it. I think so. I'd like to formally apologize for to everyone for the random for the random tangents we took today in non transformer <laughs> talks. Yep. Hey, I I don't speak in tangents, so what are you speaking then? So you, can't, can't... you can't blame that on me, people. Yes. Oh, and back to listener question number two. Three out of four TF Wire hosts prefer prefer uh rebirth as canon. And the Remaining fourth just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we are now on our longest show ever, so I think it's time to wrap We're this up. We're not on our longest show yeah, ever. Yeah, it is. Are you kidding me? We've almost got an hour. Let me check. Oh. Hold on a sec. I could have sworn we'd gone longer. No. Anyway. This... Okay, I guess you're right. This is our <laughs> longest show ever. <laughs> Okay, so this is Matrix Prime signing off. This is OS64 saying C and 7. This is Spada saying goodnight, everybody. This is Curious saying transforming. Chill out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Later.